0: Hello, and welcome to this very special edition of Faith to Live By. I'm really excited to be part of this promotion because of the many truths this project exposes. You know, my podcast is all about helping people discover and live in life-giving truth and experience all the hope truth provides. And you can be part of a tremendous event that makes groundbreaking history. How would you like to be one of 500,000 people to watch and participate with an incredible four-hour interactive event with a 360-degree LED studio. How would you like to be part of the effort to stop big tech censorship and shadow banning that's been allowed over the past several years that has proven our speech is no longer free? You can by participating with this groundbreaking method of reaching the American people with truth by going around big tech and mainstream media. Sparrow Pictures, in partnership with Warray Studios, has announced a re release of their independent documentary film, The Trump I Know, through a hybrid red carpet rally in the same studio where 2,000 Mules broadcasted their virtual release in May of 2022. Online participants can ask questions and watch the event as if they were in the room. Warray Studios on their site states everyone has a front row seat. From your own home, You can participate as though you were attending in person. When the documentary film, The Trump I Know, was released through traditional methods, big tech completely throttled it. The film's social media accounts were marginalized, pushed down, and in some cases completely vaporized. And streaming platforms? Well, they rolled it out very slowly through the onboarding process. As a result, the film was hardly seen. Even the simple swag supporting the film's logo was booted off of Facebook, for alleged violations against the community standards. Sparrow Pictures is now bravely circumventing big tech and Hollywood gatekeepers to bring the film directly to the audience worldwide, using Waray Studios' cutting-edge technology. Producer Joy Thayer said, They tried to cancel us. We are going to show them they can't. We need your help to fight back against censorship. Be part of this historic online and in-person event. End quote. By the way, I learned that the Thayers named their company Sparrow Pictures because the word Sparrow is Latin for active or confident hope. Here to tell us more is Matt Thayer of Sparrow Pictures. Matthew Thayer with Sparrow Pictures. I am so glad to have you on the program today. And we are going to talk about a documentary you actually did quite a while ago. What is the reason for this re-release of The Trump I Know?
1: Well, you know, Pam, thanks for having us on. And, and we just really appreciate, um, you know, the opportunity to let people know about uh, this event. Uh, we've actually created an event for it because there's it's been pushed out by the media. It doesn't fit into their narrative. And and so big tech uh, censored us. Our social media accounts were vaporized. And when you create a documentary and you create a plan to get it out there and market it, and then all of a sudden the channels that you've chosen to market it, you know, suppress you, don't allow you to sell your T-shirts, don't allow it. They don't even take Facebook wouldn't even allow us to give them money to put out ads uh, for this film. Well, we have to figure out a way uh, to get it out in front of people and also, subsequently, you know, it takes money to make these films. And so we have investors that, uh, you know, we're doing our best to uh, to make sure that they get their their funds back uh, because they not only they believe in Donald Trump and there was a bunch of small investors, but also uh, because, uh, you know, they gave it to us because we had a plan, because we had a marketing strategy to get this out there. And it just didn't work because all of a sudden in October of 2020, when we were trying to put this out there. Our Twitter account was taken down, Uh, you know, things were throttled, our uh, streaming platforms that we were putting it out on uh, slow rolled us through the process until it wasn't until long after the election that anybody knew that the documentary existed. So subsequently, a lot of people haven't seen it. And so we decided that we were going to create an event where we go direct to consumers And for $25, you can actually be a part of the show. We're doing like a four hour event. Laura Trump is going to be there. Devin Nunes, we're going to have some other very special guests and you get to be a part of it from the standpoint you can actually interact. It's going to be like a gigantic Zoom call, uh, kind of a, a virtual premiere of the film, a virtual red carpet, but then also kind of a virtual town hall. And so uh, people will be able to submit questions, interact with uh, uh, the people live in studio. It's going to be unlike anything anybody has ever seen. So to be a part of this, join us on August 27th, which is coming out pretty quick.
0: Right, it certainly is. So what you're bringing out is the degree of censorship we have all suffered for a very, very long time. And quite apparently it is still going on on different levels and under different disguises, but it's still going on. I love that you've come up with this idea of, doing a, a virtual premiere, a virtual red carpet and a town hall combined. What are you expecting to actually come out of this event? What would people who attend online expect?
1: Well, you know, I, I think it's just a real amazing opportunity for people, like I said, to take a Sunday afternoon. Uh, there's no football yet. And so, you know, it's a, you can kind of create a vent out of it. And, uh, you know, make a little Trump rally in your living room, invite some friends, family over. There's a lot of people that are curious about what's going on with this uh, with this president right now because of all of the abuse that he continues to withstand. And so. You know, as we go back and and, uh, we're going to be talking about that at the event, but also, you know, when you go back and watch this film, you know, he was very popular up until 2016 when he started running and then all of a sudden all of the abuse and all of the media attacks and everything on the slander and he's a misogynist and he's a bigot and he's a racist and all of the stories came out that were causing quite a few people that, you know, were thinking go, to go, wait a minute, hold on a second. Wasn't this the guy that everybody loved and now all of a sudden everybody hates him and just withstood attack after attack after attack after attack? And now we know what happened since 2020. It's just gotten even worse. But the problem is, is that we have a news cycle that's very vicious right now and it's hard to keep up with anything that's going on. Uh, You got podcasters that, you know, I mean, it's like there's eight things that they could cover in a day and they can only talk about one. And that's if you have a daily show. And so it's really hard to keep up with everything. Well, that could puts us into an ever constant present and people don't understand what that does to us psychologically to where it's like, it's only about what's happening now. We forgot what happened yesterday. And, we need to be reminded of these things. We need to be reminded of what this what this man ha- went through in 2016, uh, what he went through leading up to 2020, and kind of just set the framework for, wait, he's continuing to go through this. He actually came out of office with less money than he went into office with, which is, I think he's the first president, probably the first public official to actually have that happen. Uh, Maybe maybe there's a handful of them, but he's definitely one of the very few. Um, And yet he continues to plot on. He continues to stick his neck out there. He continues to utilize their uh, their weapons against them to expose the corruption that many of us have known that was there. And so I think that this is just it's going to be an amazing event. Uh, it's an amazing film. If people haven't seen it, uh, this is why: it's because it doesn't go with the narrative. And it, you know, and it's not surprising considering the female, the the females that we interviewed, the women that we interviewed. Uh, a lot of them. Uh, we interviewed some men as well, but mostly we decided, you know, hey, people say he's a misogynist. So let's go talk to some women that know him and get their story. And what was sad is that many of them confided in us that they were called by the Washington Post. Many of them had you know, taken calls and uh, and been interviewed by the New York Times. And when it came down to it, the articles that would come out would, would share nothing that they actually said. And they would only quote, maybe out of 17 women, they would quote like maybe one or two and still slant that and twist it to fit the narrative. And so when we actually released this film and some of these women that were in it saw it, they came up to me with tears in their eyes, and they're saying, "Thank you so much for finally allowing our stories to authentically be put out there."
0: Tell us a little bit about the women that you interviewed in the documentary, because I think the lineup speaks for itself.
1: Well, my my personal my personal favorite was Pastor Paula White. Uh, she was just in a, a phenomenal interview. Um, she's known the president for a couple of decades. Um, has you know been a part of you know every kind of private family gathering from you know, baptisms to just barbecues, you know, and she had some amazing insight into who he is as a man and the way he thinks. And so that was really, and also his, his spirituality, which is, you know, surprising because people, even a lot of Christians would, uh, would say, oh, he's a complete, you know, heathen, you know, and it's like, no, he has a measure of faith. He has a a relationship with the Lord. And, you know, we need to realize that, you know, we've kind of become a society that's very judgmental and uh, and we need to allow people's private world to be their private world and and, and trust that the Holy Spirit's going to, you know, do his work. Right. But we don't need to be judging somebody this side of glory. And then uh, Laura Trump is, is part of the film. We interviewed her uh, extensively, Katrina Pearson, Mercedes Schlapp. We actually got to interview both her and Matt uh, in their home. And uh, out on the back porch and, you know, and it was just a really amazing time. Uh, we got to go on the women uh, for bu- uh, Trump bus tour uh, a couple of different uh, times. So we interviewed Kaylee McEnany in her home uh, with her uh, husband and and daughter. And the goal was, you know, people will say, people have accused me of like, oh, you're just trying to humanize these women for one thing, which is like, which is stupid because it's like, well, they're humans. But the, the other thing is, is that, As a filmmaker, I knew we were going to be hit with critique, like people thinking that we had staged something or, you know, whatever. And so I was like, you know what, there's really no more authentic place than a woman that an honest place that a woman can be than with her kids. And I actually wanted to make it difficult for people uh, to, to, to criticize from the standpoint of like, we were editing for content. And so there's some actually pretty long places where it was like, we just allowed them to tell their story and really didn't, you know, cut things down all that much. And, um and then it was just awesome to see these women interacting with their kids and just being good moms, because that was also one of the goals was like, why aren't we championing these women? I mean, we're putting all of these vile, despicable, you know, dare I say, harlots out in front of our young women saying like, oh, these are, you know, role models. And it's like, no, these are these are amazing. I mean, beautiful, amazing, accomplished, intelligent women that happen to also be many of them happen to be moms that are working for the most powerful man on the planet. And he's entrusting them with his, you know, whether it be his communications or, you know, other aspects of his business, Carrie Woolard is managing their, their winery. And they're just all really great people. And, and And we need to be putting these types of women out in front of our daughters and saying, like, "You know what like look look to them, you know, look to them as an example, not to you know Lady Gaga or Rihanna or whatever it is that people are you know admiring these days
0: so it sounds like there it's kind of a twofold takeaway for the people who attend this particular event, mm-hmm. one to really have an insider's information about Donald Trump." Mm-hmm. And to be able to hear their candid comments yep. and experiences with him, but also with Devin Nunes being a part of the event, you've got a town hall aspect of it. Tell us a little bit about what you're hoping the viewers will get from that or the participants will receive from the town hall aspect.
1: Well, we're going to be talking about the censorship, you know, we're going to be talking about, you know, and, and, and we're living in a time and place, you know, we, we went through this back in 1776, where we figured out manufacturing on our own. Um, And so, you know, because the Brits, you know, kind of clamped down trade and trade routes and people don't understand that there was a real economic uh, manufacturing trade war that kind of was leading up to the revolution. Well, it's the same kind of thing now, but now we're dealing with information, information and data and uh, and those that control the information and data they know how valuable it is and they don't want to let go of the reins of power. And so those of us that have been, you know, marginalized on on uh, different social media platforms or slow walk through the streaming uh, streaming service process or maybe even not even allowed to get our documentary out in certain platforms you know we have all suffered from that and we have to come together and realize like we need to we need to solve these problems mm-hmm. we need to solve these problems to be able to actually and what's really beautiful about it is that the technology that's there allows us to interact directly with the audience mm-hmm. and so we're hoping that people will be you know asking the questions and then also just kind of recognizing where we are in history and, and, and supporting this event, because this really is a stop censorship event. This is hopefully paving the way for other projects like this. It isn't going to be the hopefully this is the first of many of projects like this that get piped directly to the American people where they know honestly too, that their money isn't going towards some sort of big tech platform that's poisoning our children's minds with, you know, the content that they're creating over on, you know, some of these streaming platforms now. And so, uh, so yeah, so it's going to be like a town hall. There's going to be questions. Laura Trump's going to be there. Devin Nunes is going to be there. We're going to, we're working on some other uh, guests that we'll be announcing soon. And It's just going to be this kind of anti-censorship. We're going to stand up against this. We're going to push the narrative back. And we're going to say, here's an example of some of the stuff that you may have missed because censorship is so bad right now. And this is what we do to fix it.
0: Well, censorship has been exactly what has caused a lot of programs like mine to come to fruition. I had no intention of taking up broadcasting again. But when I saw the censorship that was taking place in 2020, I had to get behind the microphone. I had to do my own research. I had to be a responsible individual, a journalist for the first time, and bring the truth, bring the truth to the public. So this is one reason I'm very, very pleased to be a part of your project, at least in terms of promoting it. Now, when it comes to the participants and the interaction that you're planning on, will people be able to submit questions in advance, or is this going to happen in real time?
1: Well, there's going to be a real time element to it, Uh, so um, there's uh, there's actually like going to be a a, like a live chat. Like people will be asking questions, so there'll be somebody monitoring there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, then there are people. There is a package that if you want to spend some more money, you can actually get a bigger screen on. So it's like it's going to be like a bunch of Zoom calls. It's on a big LED screen. It's like 360, and there's like a bunch of little Zoom channels all over it. It looks like a mosaic of zoom calls and so you can actually pay if you want to to get a bigger screen and actually interact know that you'll be able to actually interact you'll be able to ask questions and and things like that uh to directly to the uh to the speakers but there will be like a filter process where we we'll kind of going through uh the questions that kind of field in and it's just they've done it so many times there with a couple of different events nothing like this they're trying to do more creative ones where it's like, let's do documentaries or film releases this way. And I think it's an amazing, amazing way to get stuff out there, especially in the in, in an environment where, you know, something like Sound of Freedom takes eight years to get out, you know. And so if we have these kinds of technology to be able to get our, our stuff directly to the consumer, mm-hmm. then, you know, why not use it and utilize it? And then actually kind of like it's cool because it's like it's not just like I'm putting you you know in a in, in a theater somewhere and 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 you know it's a one-way conversation you actually create this kind of two-way conversation where we can actually be in the room with you and people can ask us these kinds of questions and interact i mean it's really going to be neat
0: yeah and it actually gets back to what you said earlier there is no football happening it's a sunday afternoon <laughs> why not invite a number of people right. over to your home and go ahead and get the bigger screen and yeah. and really start being a part of this grassroots effort to stop censorship to know the truth. Everybody is starved for the truth these days. I don't think anybody other than those who are in mainstream media and government and big pharma and so on, nobody outside of all of that actually trusts the media these days. So what you're doing is to be highly commended. What would you like to say to the listeners right now that they can do in preparation Mm -hmm. of attending this event?
1: That's a great question.
0: And then also, I want to know more of the particulars of how people can go ahead and sign up. I'll put everything I can in the show notes. So it's really easy for my audience to just click on the link.
1: Yeah. um, So in preparation, I mean, obviously, uh, one, go to ttikfilm.com and and get a $25 ticket and then, um, you know, share it. Uh, Even if you've seen this film before, you've never seen the event, we're going to have special speakers. It's going to be a completely new thing. But we need people that have seen the film who know the power of the film to get behind this and come and join us and be a part of our army that's going to help get this out there, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's really one of the things that would be very helpful is and then go get a ticket and then tell people online, hey, I'm some, you know, maybe a pastor would want to, uh, to to buy a ticket and then you know, put it on display at their church, you know, on a Sunday afternoon, uh, because like I said, we do actually, you know, have a conversation about some of the spiritual aspects of of, uh, of Trump's life and talk to his pastor. And, you know, so there's a spiritual element. I was, I, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. We, the cool thing was, is that our entire team that worked on this were spirit filled believers. And we all, uh, we all prayed every single night, Uh, when we were making the film, we were asking God for direction. So the Holy Spirit is all over this film, uh, because uh, he was invited into the process and led us to some amazing, amazing connections that we wouldn't have otherwise gotten. So it was a real God journey to make this film. And I think that anybody that watches it um, can, can feel that. But definitely... Go get your ticket and then uh, and then help us get the word out there because more and more people need to see this than ever before.
0: Well, I'll certainly use my social media to help promote this as well. Thank you. Now, I want a scoop from you, Matt. I want some behind the scenes story that is yeah. particularly memorable to you, whether it be humorous oh. or just spiritually touching, something that is in the making of the film that I get the scoop on.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. Okay. When we were preparing for the film, I was reading a book, um, and I had actually never heard of Paula White ever. Like, I'm, and uh, and so I'm, I'm reading this book, Doug Weed. I don't know if you know who Doug is. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Doug. He was a great guy. Uh, he just recently passed. But he he he's a, he was a pres- presidential historian, and he wrote this book uh, called uh, Inside the Trump's White House. and uh, And it's a great book. And uh, I'm reading this chapter and he talks about interviewing Paula White. I'm like nudge joy, I'm on the plane, I'm reading this book, the nudge joy, my wife, and she's produced, she producer of the film and she was probably sleeping. And I said, did you know that President Trump calls a woman his pastor? Like some woman named Paula White. And he, she's like, you don't know who Paula White is? And I'm like, no, I don't know. I never heard of her before. <laughs> and so, um, so I was like, we gotta interview her, right? And again, like I said, it was kind of this God journey. We didn't know who we were going to be interviewing. Uh, Laura Trump was really our only in. And then she opened up some doors and things like that. But then we had some other people that we were, you know, interested in talking to. And Paula was one of them. Just kept running into, you know, closed door after closed door. Um, She's part of the White House team. And so there was some certain amount of... um, there was a certain amount of uh, paperwork that had, you had to go through to talk to anybody that was on the administration, you know, like it was easier to get access to the campaign. And so like we couldn't get a hold of Paula. Well, anyway, so um, I'm we were we were also working on a song. So this is a, a little bit of a of a detour here, but I'll come bring it back around. But we were working on a song and the song is amazing. It's called Worth the Fight. It's Kim Walker Smith, who is a friend uh, and she's a worship leader and she wrote this song, this original song, uh, for the piece. And it's just stunning. It needs, it it needs to be played at the rallies. And I don't know why it hasn't been because it's just, it's absolutely gorgeous. Well, anyway, so I'm talking to her, uh, and I'm talking to her about this, you know, like this song and what I had in mind and everything else. And she's like, yeah, 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 this is awesome. And it's late and I got to get to bed. But she's, she says, you know, she says, um, you know, I've actually met Trump. She says, I'm actually really good friends with Paula White. And I, at first I'm like, going, oh my gosh, you're friends with Paula White. But then she tells me this story that's like so endearing that I was just totally forgot about it. She tells me this story about how she's there with Paula and they're sitting next to the president and they're having dinner. And there was several other, I think it was when there was a bunch of worship leaders that went to go and visit the president. And. She sees Ivanka come in across the room and and walk over. And she's sitting, Kim is sitting right next to to President Trump. And so Ivanka comes in and stands behind her and talks to her dad. And Kim is like going, she's kind of fangirling a little bit, like, oh, my gosh, that's Ivanka. And so she's like takes out her phone and she starts to kind of like, you know, like take a like a little sneaky selfie kind of thing. And so she pulls out her phone and she looks down and Ivanka has leaned in and is smiling next to her (laughs) and she takes the picture and she just said, you know, it it was just such a it was one of my favorite pictures. She said it was just such a moment where she was just so present and recognized what was going on and wasn't put off by it, but was like leaned into it. And uh, they understand that as a family, that this is. You know their place in the world right now, and that's just wh- who they show up to be, and and so I was like, yeah, I've heard that story, you know, kind of s- stories like that from a bunch of other people. It's just very confirming to what we're hearing as well. And so I, you know, said goodnight, hung up the phone, got into bed. Joyce like, how how they going? I'm like, oh, it's good, good. I'm laying down and I'm like starting to drift off to sleep, and all of a sudden I'm like, she knows Paula White. Oh my gosh! And like I wake up and I'm like. I'm like, I texted her. I'm like, do you think Paula would be willing to be interviewed by us? And she says, I don't know. Let me check. And so the next morning she has texted um, my information over to Paula and gave me Paula's personal information. And we connected. And honestly, uh, my favorite interview was with Paula and she shared some amazing stuff. And that was the other thing that I want to share with people, too, is that we are going to be able to actually share clips from the interviews that we had to sadly, you know, leave on the cutting room floor, because I mean, when you've done 40 hours worth of interviews and you only have an hour and a half to create a, you know, a film, you know, there's a lot of good stuff, you know, that gets left on the floor. And so there were some amazing stories uh, that, that Paula shared. So it was just a really kind of a cool way that I really felt like it was God kind of connecting things behind the scenes. And there so many stories like that where, you know, all of a sudden it's like, we're kind of pinching ourselves going like, how did we end up here? You know? Um, And it was just because we were, we were willing.
0: I feel similar in just being able to know you and Joy and being able to be whatever help I can to promote the work that you do, the the many projects you've done. And so I'm going to encourage every single one of my listeners to go to ttikfilm.com, pay the $25. Buy another one for a friend and invite them over to your house. Tell your pastor about it. Consider maybe having an event at the church. Do whatever you can to help support this project, because it's more than about President Trump. absolutely. It's about stopping censorship. It's about letting truth be told. It's about having a fair representation that we can know the people who are willing to be leaders for us. We need to know them. And this is one way we can know them. So get your tickets. Plan an event for yourself and maybe your home church, and there's many ways you can support what the Thayers are doing through Spiro Pictures. So look in the show notes, get the details there, and I'll look forward to finding out what happened as a result of this event in a future interview with either you or Joy, Matt, okay?
1: Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, and one more quick thing. I just remembered this one. I actually got to talk to a Secret Service agent, Ooh. Uh, and I asked them directly. I said, so how are they? How are they really? you know, we were standing over where nobody would hear us. And he said, honestly, he said, this is the greatest family. I mean, they're amazing. And he said, when I go home on the holidays and people say, well, what's the dirt on the Trumps? And he's like, there is no dirt on the Trumps. Like they truly are genuinely good people who care about our country. And so these are the people that uh, th- that we're fighting for. These are the people that we that, that we really do, you know, need. You know, people like that. We, this, these are the types of people that we want to be in office. These are the types of people our founding fathers would have said, yes, the, these are the best and the brightest. And we, what we've been left is the darkest and the worst, and uh, and it's sad. And it's sad to see what's been happening with this family. And so, like you said, you know, make an event out of it. Go to ttikfilm.com. Share this with your family. Share this with your friends create an event out of it, do whatever you can to to push back against the, the, the counter narrative, put it back against the censorship. I think it's going to be an amazing event.
0: Since our entire thrust is to make sure truth is known, I think that what you've allowed us to end this interview with is perfect. As you heard Matt explain early on, the blatant efforts to censor narratives also result in the loss of serious revenue for people wanting to promote truth. Big tech, tyrannical governments, and more are seeking to take away more than just our freedom of speech. We must fight back, and one way to fight back is to support the cutting-edge creative technology such as Matt Explained and podcasts like mine that work hard to get the truth to the people. Matt also mentioned the song by Kim Walker-Smith that he thinks should be played at all the Trump rallies. To hear that original song, use the link in the show notes. And with the premiere, red carpet rally and town hall event happening August 27th, 2023, don't delay in getting your tickets. As you heard, presenters will include Lara Trump, Devin Nunes, and other very special appearances in person or virtually during the event. Tickets start at $25 for the online interactive experience. Don't waste any time. Get your tickets today. And please, instead of using the general link that Matt mentioned, use the link ttikfilm.ftlb. That link identifies that you heard of this event as a member of my audience. I don't get any commission. It's just a way for us to know that you heard of this event through my efforts. Again, use ttikfilm.ft. LB you'll find the link in the show notes those at the Las Vegas Reawaken America tour can actually choose to attend the event in person so if you want to attend the Reawaken America tour in Las Vegas use my link from the show notes with the promo code FTLB and receive a 10% discount because you are a listener to this podcast i also ask you to share this podcast with everyone you can to help get the word out about this event august 27th 2023 and to be part of making history with our efforts to circumvent big tech and mainstream media so the truth can be known regardless of any tyrannical censorship efforts. As my regular weekly listeners know, I work very hard every week to help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective, so we can know how God wants us, His children, to respond so we are aligned with His will, cooperating with His ways and seeing His will done on earth as it is in heaven. I hope you'll join me each week for my regular programming for Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victories over life's issues. I'm Pam Christian, reminding you, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.